wow, cool. They literally just cheers each other. Did you <laughs> fucking look at us? Nah, that. fuck you. You said you weren't in. No. Hmm. Scotty? No, 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 no. <laughs> fuck you. We're fucking... No, dude. Stolen Valor. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. Cool. This is technically episode two, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Eve. Intro Should I do us. the intro? Yep. What do I usually say? You say, well, welcome to the... Show. Like, yeah. All professional, Mike. Hmm. I gotta turn you down though, because you're gonna go. Hang on. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get loud. All right, go for it. Welcome to the Strong House Podcast. I am Eric Ayala, your host, co-host, mm-hmm. and owner of uh, co-owner of the Strong House Project. Uh, to the right of me is uh, Tanner McBride, co-host and co-owner. Uh, to the left, uh, or to the left of me is Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Ashworth, and to the left of her is Scott, co-owner and co-host of the Strong House Project and podcast. Uh, how we doing? That's it. How we living? That was a nice intro. Was it okay? I, I fumbled a little bit. Mm. Usually, I'm. I, I think you actually do sit right it's next to me. Usually, yeah. Yeah, Scott, because because this kind of threw me off the whole. There was only three of you last time. It's kind of hard to have a usually yeah. after two episodes, though, right? Yeah, yeah usually we do. <laughs> <laughs> That one time we did it, yeah, you sat right there. But there was so I'll have to kind of be like, mm. maybe I don't talk about yeah. which direction. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I need to adapt. Yeah, adapt. Cool. Cool. I need to turn Scott <laughs> Coach up. Scott over here. <laughs> yep. That's right. He's constantly coaching me. <laughs> so we got Heather today, one yep. of our sponsored athletes. She lives in uh, Coltville, Tennessee. Tennessee. Good old Tennessee. Right outside of Nashville. We've been sponsoring her for since the beginning, basically three years. And today, I think we're going to start a little bit with your life story, where you're born and raised, school. Okay, so I've lived in Middle Tennessee pretty much my entire life, um, besides a little six month venture in high school. But we'll talk about that. So um, I was grew up pretty much close to Nashville, a little bit in Hendersonville, Cookville, Knoxville, all the villes that are in Tennessee. Um, but yeah, so I was just pretty much a normal kid, rode bikes, hiked a lot, did a lot of outdoor stuff, always athletic, played basketball growing up, all that fun stuff. And then like, once I got into high school, I kind of veered away from basketball and just wasn't into it, wasn't into the group anymore. And my mom actually, whenever I was in middle school, by 2010-ish, she started powerlifting. And so I started going to powerlifting meets when I was like eight good old SPF meets. Mm-hmm. I actually was at the first one where Laura Phelps benched for 540 pounds for the first time, broke the all-time world record. It was insane. I was like 10 years old at the time, surrounded by all these amazing people who just lifted and were loud and heavy, and it was insane. And um, so I didn't like think much into it. I didn't really think it was something I wanted to do. It was just something I supported my mom in. My dad wanted to do it with her. It was just like a family thing that we did. And then um, going into high school, my dad was like, yeah, you need to put on some size. You need to stay athletic. Like, even though I wanted to quit basketball, he's like, you need to have some type of goal in your life. So I started powerlifting, did my first powerlifting meet at 16. I totaled like 660 at 123, deadlifted 300 pounds for the first time. And I was just hooked as soon as I got involved in that atmosphere and seeing all the other people lift heavy and just all the positivity. I'm pretty sure the Millers were um, the ones that actually judged my very first meet. Shanna and Mark were both my side spotters in my very first 
um, squats and everything. And it was just awesome. It was just a great atmosphere and been doing it ever since four years now. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Actually, I could tell you got a question, Hmm? something burning that you want (laughs) to ask her. Um, no, I was just thinking about how that could have been such a great impact on, on a, on a kid seeing that you were like 10 years old in your first yeah. ever you saw meat right and your parents took you to that it was a whole nother world like uh, we see like sports with high school and like how you know our little cliques and stuff that goes along that and then I get involved in like a adult like sport and something that like is beyond that it was kind of crazy just to see like people older than me like reach their goals or like set goals for themselves and um just like especially my mom because she was a really big like inspiration for me as like a little girl i looked up to her and stuff and so like for her to be strong and everything it was crazy it's it's another world yeah it's super cool Mm. well usually we start with like personal stuff and then we kind of segue into the powerlifting stuff well you just told me that usually it doesn't make sense because we didn't straight powerlifting's been a big portion yeah yeah you just talk shit on me for saying usually (laughs) no i gotta eat my own words on that one (laughs) stupid ass but no like powerlifting's just been i mean i started whenever i was 16 so like besides little sports of like basketball and stuff like that and riding four-wheelers and just messing around with my family. Like, powerlifting has been a big portion of my life, like, going on what four or five school? years. So, school has always been, like, a really big thing for me. I always made nerd. really good grades. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, let's be honest, we're all nerds here. So, like, I was always really pushed, like, academics and sports. Like, if I wasn't going to get sports scholarships in high school, I had to get academic scholarships for college and stuff like that. So, like, and I think that's another big thing that relayed over to powerlifting was, like, studying long hours and um, really having to like dial in on that and like it bite into my social life and stuff just like being used to being dedicated and having goals and being driven like it really laid over to both portions of my life so it's really paid off I feel like do you think like you did you take like basketball as seriously as you you take powerlifting or what what kind of I really did what was the shift yeah no like basketball was really fun whenever I played like for the county and stuff like that but once it got into like high school and being more like political like it was just a mess I feel like and I feel like a lot of high school sports are like that but it was just not as fun so I didn't take it as serious and like um I was I've always been time of the person to like drive myself so like to be involved in a team sport it was kind of hard when some people didn't put like forth the right effort or you know it just Mm. wasn't the same so like to go from like that to like a powerlifting where it's just you it's you on you like it's completely different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it just fit me better I feel like in your high school's area, like how many schools did you guys have to compete against? So not many. Like I, I grew up in White House most of my life, which um, it's a pretty small town. We have two main high schools, White House Heritage, where I went, and then White House. And so they were the main rivals. But other than that, we were, I think, like D2 or maybe D1 in football. Not very big at all. I graduated with, like, I graduated with, like, um, 300 400 people in my class so that's a pretty good size yeah but whenever like i about came half of what we graduated but, with, probably. but how but many see, square miles came, did that high school draw yeah. from like oh probably <laughs> yeah right 20 yeah. mile bus like, yeah. yeah like literally we we were three counties yeah, it was bad. well it was such a shift because like like i said for six months of my high school i came here actually graduated in vegas and like yeah. um 
we came out here on kind of a irrational decision on my parents, but uh, we came out here for powerlifting because my parents were super involved in it. Came out here for a GPC meet in like 2015 and loved it, loved the atmosphere, loved Vegas and everything. And so they decided to move out here for Damn. my senior year. You moved for gains. Yeah, it was. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my mom yeah. got a job out here, so like it wasn't all irrational, but she was a nurse, so she got a job out mm -hmm. here. Uh, my dad was a respiratory therapist, so he was able to um, do some work out here and stuff. So it wasn't like that irrational, but for like a kid who is finishing high school, my yeah. senior year type thing, it was like, I'm down to move for lifting, but at the same time, it was like, I'm leaving all my friends, I'm leaving everything there, everything I grew up around. And so we moved out here, which is a totally different culture. And mm -hmm. it, was, it was a good experience, but it definitely had its downsides, which is why like I didn't stay out here for college and things like that. But yeah. um, that's how I actually met all the Stronghouse Project crew was because we were out here for those six months. But which, um, which high school did you graduate from? Liberty, which gra my graduating class had like 2,500 in it. So Damn. it was a big school, really big school. I didn't realize Liberty was that big. Yeah, yeah. a lot of rich kids over there. Yeah, it, yep. was, it, yeah. Was, it was a nice school. Oh, yeah. It was it's big. Super nice. It it's was new, nice. or it was newer. Newish. I mean, it was, it was new when I was Clark County School District, school. dude. We're ranked what now? 49. 49th in the country. So at least you, 55th, I think. How <laughs> many states are there? You graduated with the best of the best. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Super. Um, that's cool. So you were only here for like six months then? Yeah, so literally we moved here the beginning of January and we left here the beginning of June. It was pretty crazy. We just like, my brother, um, he's pretty smart, like way smarter than me, like on the scale type smart and it just wasn't um he just wasn't wanting to stay here for school and then my parents weren't wanting me to stay here for college being like from tennessee and in the bible belt and super sheltered they just weren't comfortable like with that type of situation and at the time like i was still very dependent on my parents and stuff like that so i mean i didn't want to stay here without them either it just wasn't a wasn't realistic and so it wasn't until i started college that i actually ventured out and started lifting on my own without like my dad coaching me and stuff like that. So I was still pretty dependent on them at that time. And now what, now do you, now what are you getting into now with, with your life I, in school? And so I'm actually still in school where after like, I mean, people that are in college, they know how college works. You change your major like seven times mm -hmm. and you have no idea what you're doing with your life. And you know, you're broke as crap. So, but no, I'm finishing hopefully with nursing within the next year or two. And um, then I plan on moving out of Tennessee. But for now, I'm still going to Tennessee Tech, good old in Cookville, Tennessee. It's a nice school. It's a great university. Mm -hmm. It's a cool little town. It is. So, what, so your parents moved you to Las Vegas to to pursue powerlifting and then they moved you out when your brother was wanting to do something else. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so that's like, pretty my yeah, my whole family dynamic is pretty complicated, but like yeah. They made my parents were just pretty irrational and they just made irrational decisions and weren't great with handling money honestly and um until I started college it just 
I didn't really realize the full situation and stuff. And so actually now my brother's going to Arizona State starting this year and they moved back out to Arizona. So. He's, smart. Ooh, he's a smart kid. ASU. He's a smart kid. Smart. Like, he's on full scholarship. Isn't that like a top 10 party school though? Yes. It, it's it like number one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like one or two. I think it's one or two. He's like the hardcore nerd who like doesn't talk to anybody, like ready yeah. to get his shit done type oh. thing. Like... So he's uh, gonna ASU, have social issues when going I was, into Arizona State of LA. When I was oh, in, <laughs> sorry, cool people are two, a few hundred people are gonna watch this. Okay, I mean, be cool. there's like two hundred people gonna watch, watch this. Okay, so just for the record, Nevada is Daisy. Nevada is forty seventh, and Tennessee is forty second. So you downgraded slightly, from like almost the shittiest to like the shittiest, basically. Sounds for graduation, right, for being honest. <laughs> We, yeah, D- Daisy. We found Daisy at the gas station like an hour ago. Yeah, she's and not happy. Her house is abandoned. We tried to drop her off right at her house that was on her collar. We tried to call, text, nothing. So I think Eric has a new dog. Yeah, and she's probably like super confused. She's like, "Why are yeah. the lights she's off? So Why are they so sitting at this desk? Really <laughs> like, what's going water. on?" Yeah, we got her some water. Sorry, Ashley, got a new dog. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you like this new dog I'm bringing yeah. home. <laughs> So it was just your daughter's birthday, though. So like, yeah, there you go, oh, puppy. There you go, gift. Oh, da- how old do you think Daisy is? Uh, she'll probably like, live till Abby's at least oh, yeah. twelve Teenage. or something. Yeah, yeah, you got this. For her, old enough for her to right understand when she's like, and be really hurt by it. Yeah. 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 yeah, Transitioning from middle school to high school, that really awful, like, confusing time. And yeah, just Daisy, just you know. Yeah. Perfect. See you, Daisy. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Daisy. way to think it through, Eric. <laughs> anyway, so. We met you at uh, a random gym in Vegas, right? Yeah, so whenever we moved here, um, I started training. I just wanted the backstory of her in Stronghouse Project, tying it all together. As if you don't know. Yeah, yeah, so whenever we moved here, I started training for just the Nevada State USPA meet, and I never competed in USPA, always done SBF, and then like the SBF partnered with GPC for a world meet and stuff like that, but it had just always been like local, and so we started looking into meets around here, and there was a state Nevada meet coming up, like I think it was in March or something. And um, so I tra- started training for that, and we went into it. Um, I don't even know what I ended up totally or what I ended up doing that me, but um, it was You're the first time that I benched over 200 pounds. So okay, how old were you when you benched over 200 pounds? pounds? I'm just saying. Uh, I was 17 at that time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. So it was the first time. About I when I benched 200 pounds <laughs> for the first time, actually, it's kind of embarrassing. So, but yeah, that's where really? I met. Roughly. Wait, the first time you benched, you didn't bench 200 pounds? Yeah, let's just no. burn Tanner Dude, the fast. first time I benched, I benched 115 pounds. I was a freshman in high school. More than me. I mean, it was it was bad, dude. Yeah, I guess I'm just a fat guy. So. I was fat. I weighed like 185 pounds. Okay, so, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, you were like... Sorry, I want to take the wind out of your cells. Oh, no, you're good. Continue. Go oh, yeah. I kind of want to talk about Scott's bench this yeah, first let's time. Go. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even bench the bar in high school. I was like a buck 20. Hey, I was stuck on like yeah. 25 so Look how straight. far you've come. No, if we're talking <laughs> straight percentages, yeah. we suck. His percentage increase is No, yeah, no, I know that. Yeah. Than, yeah, like my percentage increase is not that good. I mean, he's benches like 900% more or something, you know? So I was thinking about actually talking about like percentages and body weight and stuff like that. It'd be really fun to do a shirt that was like, like pro Wilkes, but only make it an extra small to medium. <laughs> like check my Wilkes or something like that. And it'd be only done in like that. And then like, like maybe a shirt that was like, fuck your Wilkes. And we only do that in two oh, XL. Okay. You know how big YouTubers will have videos and they're like, comment below and they actually get real feedback. No. Yeah. Comment below. If you guys want to see that, and we'll get like two or three comments. People will be like, yeah, I don't know what we'll you're talking about. We'll use that as data. Really like know. if one person says yes, we're running it. 
Daisy. Because, I mean, how many, like, 300-pounders are, like... Actually, let's talk about my Wilkes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard bringing it up to that. Well, I mean, like, Not Wilkes, late. eventually, it does help the bigger guys yeah. at the elite level. The, yeah. The curve is too much. It, like, flips back. Yeah. Flips back. Daisy's Josh boy. Morris will tell you. Yeah, he, he's big about it. Josh, yeah. Josh alone. But he, he said if he yeah. added like a hundred pounds to his total and a hundred pounds of body weight, his Wilkes would still go up like fifty or sixty points. <laughs> wow, that's so hundred pounds of body weight. <laughs> Chill out. Can you, you know, imagine that? That's, no, that's a little out of control. Like, so you you benched. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah well, so all I remember of that mean is I went for a fourth attempt on bench. Finally got 205 and forgot the rat command because uh, 203. <clears throat> oh, so you did. Okay, 203. Yeah, it was whatever kilograms and whatever <laughs> kilos. Dang, dude. Yeah. Damn. You forgot so, the rat command. I forgot the rat command, and honestly, all the all the judges were super nice about it. Like they had been rooting for me all day because I mean, why not? But like, so they were. <laughs> We're gonna take a beer break. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. <laughs> what the heck? But yes, yeah, so literally, I nope. forgot the rack man. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my deadlift. I couldn't get like I tried 400 pounds that day and couldn't get past my knees and stuff. But it was a fun day and. It was really good. It was a fun learning experience because it was the first time competing at USPA, and I went on to compete in Worlds later that year and stuff. But yeah, that's whenever I met you and Alec, and yep, got the whole. Train oh, Alec! Rolling. Oh, dang! You met Alec. I met yeah. Alec. He's I got a photo with Alec. Ooh, <laughs> OG. Sweet. Yeah, that was back in the good old days. Damn, I love that dude. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> he's starting to. He's he's lifting here, and he's gonna. Uh, Wait, Alex the, starting to lift here? Alex he's been lifting. Yeah, yeah, he lifts yeah. here. And then he, he's going to get on the fire department. Oh, I remember you talking mm-hmm. about that. That's crazy. He's one of the founding fathers of mm-hmm. uh, Stronghouse Project. One of the daddies. All right, so now what Now what are you doing in lifting? What's your plans? Okay, so we kind of screwed up these plans. So, like, wait, I, wait, we? <laughs> okay, it was all It kind of felt it a little totally more like. Because <laughs> I read it and I was like, no, I get it. And then you <laughs> signed up. So, so. I know, okay, I make good grades, but I am so dyslexic, it's not even funny. Like, Julia, she kept calling CSN, CNS, and it made me want to It's so bad, guys, and, like, you know. the way that I struggled in school. But anyways, so, like, I read, like, partial parts of things and just, like, take it as it is and move on type thing, and it's really... That's not it's dyslexia. Not a good... That's just not giving a fuck about the content of a message. <laughs> no, yeah. But anyways, so that's I'm fine. Really I'm sorry. Under- I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. I don't understand how this entire thing happened. But, so, I mentioned to Scott that I I want to do Arnold, which is still totally a thing. I'm planning on doing the Arnold. Which is what fed? Say what? Which is which federation? Which? I don't even know. Is it WPC now? It's XPC. XPC, okay. PCX? XPC, which is a branch of Arnold. It's a dyslexic shot. (laughs) It's a brand of RPS, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what the plan for next year. But so I mentioned it to Scott, and for some reason in my head, I thought that, you know, Scott wanted me to qualify for a different meet next year. So I was going to do a USPA meet this year and try to cram it in. And Sarah Lewis is doing a USPA meet at the end of August. And so I was like, yeah, let's just jump in. All any To qualify for anything, you have to do like a class two total, which honestly is... It's like silliness. It's, such it's a super joke. low. Yeah, like yeah. for elite oh, lifters. Just okay. For, for elite, elite lifters, lifters well, it's it is not kind a, of a joke yeah. because I mean, if you look at the class two, like it's a class one, but like a class one. Okay, well, for like what one forty eight, it was six hundred something, and for one sixty five, it was seven hundred something. So like, 
you're still moving a decent amount of weight. It's yeah, just not, no, you're not elite. No, all the pat like, well, yeah, it's just it's not, one, but yeah. yeah, to qualify for a meet, I don't think it should be used. But anyways. Well, I think it depends on the caliber of the meat too. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I if mean, it's a super big, like super exclusive like a money meat, meat or yeah, something you have to be, you had to be invited to, something like that. Yeah. Well, in the past, certain federations have tried to make qualifying totals a certain number and then they had they to have reduce to reduce them it. because they couldn't yeah. fill the rosters. So. Right. Which sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Cool. I get That's literally what just happened with nationals. Mm. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so as of right now, I'm just going to jump into the USPA meet at the end of August just for fun. Pretty sure Scott originally planned for me to only do openers, but I kind of want to do the whole meet um, just for fun. So we'll talk about that. Scott's like, you know what? At this point, fuck <laughs> he's it. like, I don't give <laughs> Just a do shit anymore. I know, I know exactly where Scott's at right now because we've talked about this before. He's like, well, you're gonna do what you want to do. So but, I say that all the time. Just do what you want because that's what the fuck you're gonna do anyways. But I'm gonna compete in sleeves from now on, so like it'll be kind of a good situation to find out where I'm actually at in sleeves. And then um, next year is kind of the goal. With going back to school in um, the end of August, end of this month, Jesus. With going back to school at the end of this month, uh, this semester is going to be pretty rough. So we're going to focus on that and put powerlifting on the back burner, but not really because it's still going to be four days a week. So it's cool. So do you think you'll be able to beat uh, like a past meet total? Hopefully, in sleeves eventually, yes, I should be able to. No, I mean, at this, at this meet? You're, you're doing 165, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to okay. go into 165. 165 raw? Ain't nobody trying to cut in three weeks. Yeah, we're going 165 raw. I am should be able to total at least 1,000. If I can, it's kind of a joke at this point, but 1,100 is not going to be a thing, I don't feel like. Thoughts, coach? I don't know. I'd have to run the numbers. We'll see. I mean, we'll that'll see, put you guys. in the 20s. Stay tuned. That'll put you in the 20s. What do you guys think about people? Uh, people, yeah. What do you eleven, think about uh, people eleven two puts you in the thirties. But if you do like eleven twenty, you'll be in the twenties. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 well, eleven hundred. Yeah. You want to know the best all time sleeve one sixty five? Uh, is it Sarah Lewis? No, I didn't want to. No. Badass. No. Oh. no. Uh, Sarah Lewis is twelve sixty two. This is a SPF total. Christy Hawkins is fourteen eighteen. Christy is no joke. Oh, yeah. super freak. So. She's something else. Yeah. I've yet to actually meet her, but Christy, if you want to come to the next one, how do you guys root you on? <laughs> you got this girl. <laughs> girl power, am I right? Oh. Let's uh, pause real quick. Okay. You got a little booger coming. Yeah, we're gonna pause. <laughs> We I just wanted it. to like I don't we know like it. I don't want her yeah, like yeah. walking you know what I mean like I thought you were gonna say some shit like yeah dude. you're good okay we're good, good. <laughs> can I ask this or I whatever no 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 I'm just saying like we could probably like cut you this keep little it in there. Really Scott don't. do you have any like burning <laughs> questions for her because I feel like you haven't said much I kind of I had a quick question can I can I real quick because I had a question before oh you have like a do you have anything else to add already prepared. Well, no, it's sorry, just like, sorry. no, I mean, I've been just, trying I'm just to curious, like, Scott does my training, so I'm just curious as to, like, how he feels about You guys communicate a lot. <laughs> yeah, That's we, why he's not talking to you. We don't communicate. He probably doesn't like you. Issues. Yeah, I get it. It's okay. Because you don't listen. Lay it on so. me. What? Because you don't listen. <laughs> I do It's listen. simple. I was Scott gonna. I was gonna ask. Scott just fixed my deadlift yesterday because I listened. <laughs> just go home. <laughs> just no go point. fucking home. <laughs> uh, All right, ask her. Ask her. No, I was actually asking you guys face mm -hmm. um do you guys think there's a there's a point to seeing where you're at when you could do a meet a little bit later and see where you oh, could this be? Is a real question for the real coach yeah yeah okay 
I mean, I wouldn't go like a full max, but like if someone's been off season and like through like a few strength blocks, like eventually the percentages aren't going to make sense. Right. Like they're going to be stronger than what 80 or 85% is. So like normally like an AMRAP, if you trust them not to be a dumbass or like a heavy double or a heavy triple, see how it moves and kind of gauge where it is from there, but like never like a full max. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is not the case for me. The issue with the August meet is that I paid for it before I talked to Scott about it. No, I know. I'm so... just saying, like, the goal, like, <laughs> Scott was comfortable with you doing openers. Is there really a point to, like, just for fun doing less? Oh, than well, and purely for the purpose of qualifying for yeah, a specific Yeah, see, the issue, meet. yeah, I was yeah. going to do the end of August to qualify for a meet in November, but I had not planned on, I knew, I know myself, and I know that whenever I put school first, like, I'm not going to be wanting to be in like meat prep type thing. So I knew that I didn't want to do another meat the rest of this year. So there's really no point in me doing August, but I paid it for it. It qualifies you for next year though. It does. Yeah. So that's oh, the plan of right okay. now is that I'm going to qualify for nationals next year, which isn't Cali. So like, why not qualify? And so we'll be there. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there's really, that's the purpose of the August meet. But at the same time, like if I'm not going to do a meet the rest of the year, like I don't see why not just kind of push it just. Well, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were doing like four meets in like the next. No. No. no, no. Heather's done with those four meets, 16 year old days where she can recover okay. like every two months. Yeah. No. Four meets a year is a lot. No, I, I just what's your I've opinion, coach? Never. That's good. Never. Oh, never? Never do that much. What's, what do you do then? Two. Two. two? two. Two of the most. I think the most I've done is like three meets a year because. You just can't fit the prep for three. You just like don't have enough time to like really fix anything. Like it's just mm-hmm. right back into prep again. Yeah. Like there's no off season. There's no growing. There's no, no building. Like, I, mean, I get it. Fifty-two weeks in a year. Is that like seventeen? Mm-hmm. Seventeen and a half, something like that. Yeah. So like I normally ask for at least twelve or sixteen weeks for a prep, minimum. Yeah. So you're just always prep. Yeah. Take a week off between meets. Straight back into prep. And some people do that, especially some elite lifters do that. Like it's that's kind of like part of my question is like, yeah. what's the what's the? I mean, to me, it's like, what's the point of like well, getting a total the, that's like less than your best total? Might as well like go back and try to like, you know. I think fix some things. of the issue for professional lifters now is that a lot of like the money meets and the high stake meets run back to back, like within. Like, no, yeah, I get that. I, so, I mean, I get like, if you're know, getting something out of it. Yeah. I just think a lot of people are lifting for Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's like a professional lifter to you. Well, I mean, just like lift. I don't. I don't. What I I don't know. People that I look. I'm I'm seriously just curious because I mean, all time world record holder. Yeah, yeah, like those those qualified. What do you think, Scott? Like elite totals? Anyone that can win the money on the day? Oh, is a pro. Yeah, I mean, mean you made money, right? If they have a chance to win the money, then obviously they're like they belong there. Truth. All right, I I like it. You've had two. Good lordy. What do you weigh right now? Uh, like 158-ish, 160-ish. Oh, that ain't shit. Oh, I got to make the 165, so we got to stay below Drink some more beer. <laughs> You're fine. I got five-pound leeway, right? Yeah. All right, so let's talk about... Uh, let's just talk about the state of uh, powerlifting or, like, you know what I mean? Like, let's talk about stuff going on right now. Like, yeah. Let's talk about the tribute. There you go. Okay, let's talk yeah. about tribute. Two 181s, both... Uh, 2K, one it's, in sleeves, one in wraps. They're not human. No. Yeah, that was insane. They're not fucking human. <laughs> okay, so one is the uh, the Bilbo Swaggins guy. Yeah. John right? Hack. John Hack. Yeah. Dude, the bench press? His bench press? He's not a human 
He's no, five twelve. He's fucking immortal. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's some entertaining shit. So two one eighty ones over two K. Yes. Unreal. And he even said, "I didn't have the day I wanted, but I still hit two K." I just want to point right. out that Garrett right. Fear was wrong. He did say that John Hack would be the first one eighty one to do two K, but Cody competed on Saturday in sleeves. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, ra- raps was Saturday. Sorry. Okay. So, I mean, John Hacks was in sleeves, so it's still... Just unreal. Yeah. But not the first. No. Garrett, you're wrong. <laughs> you suck. How's that feel? That shit How's that feel, Garrett? <laughs> it's like people talk about the totals now and the lifts are becoming like the equivalent of the old single-ply and multi-ply lifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Raw and classic raw. Because yeah. people are just dialing in the training. Like the knowledge is there. They're just dialing everything in. And fucking lifting 2,000 totals at 181. That's fucking unreal. Super freaks. Dude, it's insane. Damn. The things people are doing. I mean, look at, like, like Palco and, and, and Tyler, dude. Like, those dudes are, like, lifting with a crew of geared dudes. Yeah. And they're like, no, keep the, keep the same weight. Yeah. I'm still going to squat. They're it. strong. Strong boys. It's insane, man. What about you? What are your, like, heroes? Who do you look up to? Yeah. So I already uh, know the number. I already know who you're going to say. But just tell us. So obviously, we get it. Yeah. You guys oh, are yeah, like your friends. best friends. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, so, like, obviously, as a female, I look up to a lot of the... And it's kind of crazy, honestly. Like, um, I know a lot of females that start piloting, they get really intimidated because, I mean, we look up to, like... Steffi Cohen and Bama Burr and CC and stuff. And I mean, it's intimidating because they're freaking amazing. And um, a lot of a lot of the girls I see like in the gym and stuff, um, they get discouraged like going like after. Honestly, a lot of them hadn't heard of the big name girls. And just because they hadn't looked into it. And after I show them, they get super discouraged. And it's like, no, like, you know, like they had to start from somewhere too. obviously they have the knowledge and the grit that it takes. There's no red. Yellow. Oh. Oh, you'll take your. We're listening, dear. But yeah, so obviously, like Steffi Cohen and Bamber are two of my top, top female people that I look up to. Steffi Cohen just has an amazing knowledge base. Like if you just go look at her page and look yeah. on there, it's not just like lifting and like grid. It's just pure like she does it very technically, and she has a lot of advice and she shares a lot of her knowledge with other people out there and i think that that's a a really, really big cool. thing for role, mod- role yeah. models is like you know you have to share what you know and you can't like you can't look down on people and you can't she like, seems be about cool that. She, i've yeah, never yeah. interacted with her she's a fucking doctor yeah that's pretty she impressive has a PhD. Yeah. yeah so it's, she seems nice i've never heard anyone be like she's mean or yeah no like i've never that, heard so. anybody talk bad about her or anything like that but of course, like local people, like, I mean, I trained with Sarah Lewis a few times and she's amazing as well. And I mean, just being on the same team with somebody like that is like still intimidating. And I know obviously like I'm younger and like I haven't um, progressed the way, like in that width yet, but still it's really intimidating to like go and train with somebody of that aspect where like she holds 500 pounds on her back and like she, and she just wants the up. best for you. Yeah, no, I mean, like it yeah. shouldn't be intimidating at she's all. So, like, yeah, she just she wants the best so for you. She's so positive, and so like yeah. the entire time that we train, we're goofing off and messing around, and we're both trained by Scott. So of course, like we were talking some shit. And, like <laughs> everyone hates me. I just, I just, I just witnessed Scott discover Monaco's for the first time. He's like, it's fucking good, it dude. Really like good. this is twice as strong as beer, and it's delicious. It's almost ten percent. I was quite yeah. surprised yeah. at the taste. It's, it's fucking it's crazy, right? Like a double shot, delish. 
But uh, I'm, I'm at sensing... first I thought it said mango cart. Yeah. Monaco. Like, oh, I love mango. I'm not high. I'm yeah, sensing it's... a real like girls rule, boys drool thing from you right now. No, I mean, there's obviously like men <laughs> I, just... I look up to as well. I'm just okay, fucking with but, you. Like, right. It's just different. I feel yeah. like like. Well, because it's something to compare yourself to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I know the standards for like for like what I want to be and where I want to go. And once so, like those are people that I look up to for like men, it's like they're strong fuck awesome like but like for females like i don't know it's just different because i know yeah it's something you yeah. could possibly achieve hopefully yeah, it's something, you know, I can something you can set like your sights compare on compare to and be like like especially i mean we have the same body so it's like yeah like i want that or like i don't okay want that so or, like, question yes uh -oh. I, yes. Feel, I feel, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, I feel oh, like it's like a, something. oh dear god <sighs> lifetime goals Put, oh, okay. a, put a number on all three and a total. Oh. I don't just want to hear the best. I want to hear a number. And this is for real shit. So lifetime goals probably would be between 1250 and 1300. Um, you could die happy at 1250. I could die 100% die happy. What's your total right now? 1100 is my best. The one I just hit was 1080. So you think you can only add 150 pounds? Hmm, only. But and how old are you again? They're 21, but like there's, I also know powerlifting. And you I know, know Andre Milanichev is squatting a grand consistently well into his 40s, right? Yeah, yeah. And you but, think your total is only going to go up 150 pounds. Well, maybe she wants to, you know, swerve. Maybe she wants to get Are you going to retire in like two years? Or, you know? Like, no, like that's definitely not what it's about, but it's definitely yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> when do you plan on quitting? Tomorrow? Is it? <laughs> no, it's just like. Like, I look it up to people like Steffi and Bama and stuff like that. And, like, obviously being younger, like, yeah, I've hit these totals now. But I also know, like, the certain things that I need to do within the next, like, three to five years, like, to get where my life needs to be type thing. And so, like, I don't know. It's just really hard. Priorities. Yeah. So it's, like, super hard. Prioritizing nursing. Yeah. And, and your, your education, your future. Yeah. And so, One like, thing, definitely, yeah. like, but, but whenever. you'll have plenty of time after that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Stop right now, my answer. goals are definitely not going to be the same as whenever I'm, like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you too. Right now, like, my definitely, my goals are not going to be the same whenever, like, I'm 25 or whatever. But, like, as of right now, like, that's my goals that I see within the next five to six I get years. It. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, you have you, I mean? have sure. you considered maybe shifting some more effort into your racquetball game <laughs> so i don't whoop your ass Dude. 15 to 2 oh my Guys, with okay, my left hand I, i'm just curious he played me with i feel like i'm watching a podcast hand. right now <laughs> <laughs> i played my left hand and i beat her so could I say real? Could I say real quick? Because I wanted to add. I keep wanting to add shit, but you guys are just like back and forth and back and forth. And I can't even like. No, I like it when Scott adds shit. Okay. To be honest. All right, cool. Because okay. it's like real good value. Hey, but wait, wait. Okay, so we were talking like squat, bench, and deadlift numbers. Like I seriously have real goals for that shit. Like so, my squat it needs to be above 400 without looking whack. But no, like I seriously plan on squatting at least 450s. In sleeves. In sleeves, yeah. Yeah. Straight. 450. Strength. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah. Amazing, but so um, and then like, what is my two fifty five on a good day right now? I would love to binge like two seventy five, three hundred, but scares me because that's where Bama Burr is at, and it's like me and Bama Burr. Well, she had three twenty five to be fair at her last. I yeah. know at one forty eight. Yep, oh. she benched over three thirty before though, yeah, right? Yep, in training, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. No, but I want to deadlift at least five hundred. Once Scott fixes my deadlift more, that's. You already did a lot. Yeah, guys. 
wizard hashtag. That needs to be a new like <laughs> Scott Wizard hashtag. We're using the emoji. WS. He's like basically branding the emoji. The, it's a Scott. It's a wizard. It's Scott. Yeah. yeah. Like it when I see it. The beard. You need to dye everything white so you look like a wizard. No, I see his face with a wizard hat on it. Stop throwing things. Legitimately, when I see the wizard emoji, I think of Scott with his beard and shit. So, like, those numbers that you just threw out, though, like, you're still going to be short of that 1250. So, like, your lifetime so, like, goals might that's be not like, a thing. short-term goals. Scott over here crushing yeah. my dreams always. Because um, that's only 1226. Okay, so, Scott, where do you see me in the next five years if I stay with powerlifting? I don't know. It depends Get if you listen oh, and do yep. all the mobility. Get yep. my head on my ass. No. Cool. That's where it really counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Gabby worked on me the other day, and my traps were... Yes. They're fucked up. They were so bad. Like I was screaming bloody murder, but shout out to her. You have the shoulders of a PC gamer. I mean, let's see what how I'm looking like forward. Die fucker. <laughs> yeah, that was you. She played PC games. I like for like how three, uh, so. I like how a lot of athletes are like, yeah, I'm working on my mobility. I'm getting massaged like two <laughs> week, two times a week. And awesome. I go to the chiropractor a couple mm-hmm. times. It's like, yeah, do you ever like do anything? Nice stretch. stretch. All right, Scott, you got anything else? You got any good, like, wisdom nuggets or anything? Because the ones you added were... Wisdom nuggets. Fucking nice. One thing I did want to add earlier before, (laughs) like, when when she was talking about, like, priorities and stuff, uh, a thing Bama said... Um, in her story, she was like doing like a ask me questions because she's going to the Bahamas, you know, or she's in the Bahamas right now. Um, she was talking about uh, somebody said, hey, do you like miss powerlifting? And she's like, there's some things I miss, but I don't miss who I had to be to be yeah. the best in the world. And that's something a lot of people need to consider and need to think about when they're trying. Like, like you said, people like when they first start getting into lifting, it's kind of disheartening sometimes if you are looking on Instagram and comparing yourself with somebody. But you don't know. Like, I mean, we all saw it when Bama came here. Like, it was. I mean, that was a plan that she executed, and she cut a lot of people off, and like wasn't talking to people, and then like really, really like you know like reclusive with her training and with everything she wasn't posting a lot about like different things you know what i mean and so it, that's what it kind of takes to be at that certain level so if you're a person that just kind of like you know enjoys powerlifting and wants to be your best self that's that's great you should you know do that and understand that there's people like i mean Steffi's doing shit you you i mean you know what i mean like with, with a level that level of athlete you're you're doing things that a lot of people aren't willing to do you're you a know? true pro well yeah and you're competing like a professional athlete so it's hard especially like with instagram cuz i mean we're seeing like i mean a 600 pound deadlift from a guy that's that's a fuck ton of weight that's yeah. a, that's a heavy deadlift people make you fun know of you. what i mean it hurts but, but I mean, you know what I mean? But like now we're so desensitized with the way social media is and like stuff like that. Um, I, I that think we're, we're exposed to the truth. We know no, what kind of super freaks exist. Yeah, I know that. But you can't compare yourself to the super freaks. No, you shouldn't. But I'm saying these super freaks have existed for a long, long time. No, yeah, for sure. Well, the thing is now is that like real athletes are starting to come to powerlifting. Yep. Yeah. Like Tyler. you mean like that were previously well, like, in real yeah, sports. Yeah, like D1 not, college athletes. Not athlete. real sport. Like, oh, we're talking trouble, about like real athletes. Yeah. Like not Top just, caliber. Yeah, like not just like, oh, I want to be a powerlifter. I'm going to eat a bunch, yeah. put on 200 pounds, put up a total. Like we're talking yeah. athletic people 
that are getting into powerlifting now. Yeah, and it translates been for real. It's only going to get crazier. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I love mean, it. I love watching the super freaks. It's sick. Well, I mean, that's why, like, when a lot of girls at the gym come to me, or even some guys, they're like, "How, how do you stay motivated whenever you know, like, these people are out there lifting this much weight, and you're Who still gives here a shit? To that's yeah. the that's the biggest. And like, it, I hate that. That's yeah. such a cop out for people. Yeah. They're like. Because that's, I mean, sorry, I don't no, mean to cut fine. you off, but like, that's such a cop out because it's like, you see other people, so why even try? It's the like, because I, fucking why not? The thing that I tell people is that they have to be honest with themselves and they have to be honest with like where they're wanting to go. And I'm like, you can't, people that look at other people and get discouraged because of the like amount of work that other people have put in to get to where they are, they get discouraged about that. It's like, no, like you have to put in the What's same amount is? of work. You, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, in. for real. Yeah. You have to set your goals and put in that much work and then set more goals and put in that much work. Like you have to be honest with yourself, honestly. And I think that's a big issue with a lot of people is they're like, Oh, well, I'll never be able to reach that. And it's like, well, no, not with that attitude. Like, good. Like, yeah. Or the biggest cop out of all time, real popular one in powerlifting. I'll never be able to do that without taking steroids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, we getting we going on that gear. one. I get yeah. it. I get it. No, yeah, we don't want to go off into all that shit. Though. That's a long, long time. But like, that's but just where people need down. to be honest with themselves <laughs> and be honest, like where they're willing to push themselves and like where they're really like. That's why my goals are where they are now because I know myself and I know like what I'm planning on doing within the next two years mm-hmm. and like so I know where my goals are for the next two to three years. But like that's that's the thing is like people get so discouraged with that stuff and it's like no like why let that discourage you just know yourself and know where you need to be and just get it done like it's just ridiculous have fun yeah yeah at the end of the day this is this is to have fun like when your parents would tell you not to get too competitive in little league you're here to have fun being competitive i mean if you're not going to be the best you're here to have fun yeah most people will never get even near the top so have fun yeah what do you think scott I think like genetics and all that stuff play a point, like a a factor, but mm-hmm. like only when you get to that one percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once you're at that one percent, like yeah, that's when like your genetics are gonna matter about like compared to like the next guy. But mm-hmm. until then, you're just not working hard enough, you're not eating good enough, you aren't doing enough mobility, yeah. Your technique sucks, like mm-hmm. there's just factors. They know it. Yeah. I mean and if they're novice lifters and they haven't hired a coach you really don't have a prayer i mean you have to hire somebody to help you yeah no i mean people ask me all the time of like why i have a coach and stuff like that why don't do it on my own like a i didn't get here because i was doing shit on my own and b like i mean just working with scott alone shout out to scott uh like i fully didn't understand bracing fully didn't understand like screwing my feet into the floor like fully didn't understand sumo deadlifting which is what i do so like yeah it's it's completely irresponsible of you to not have a coach let's be honest that was super fun that night remember we just like blew her yeah literally yeah, okay so this about. has been a thing since the women's program since it's natty in april like uh i went and hung out with eric and scott which was the first time that i actually met eric and the first mm. time i hung out with scott since 2016 when i met him briefly at that nevada state meet so like for scott to like show me yeah you need to be screwing your feet in and yeah like you need to be bracing i was like what like this is not a thing like i squatted 405 pounds today and had no idea what i was doing in my life so yeah. It's incredible how high of a level people can compete at. Like they're super elite lifters yeah. and they don't have like basic concepts nailed. Just down. hard work. Isn't that crazy? Hard work and determination. And they're just yeah. fucking gnarly. They're just strong as fuck and they don't have the basics. Yeah, but just having like 
from take it from me like just having raw strength will only get you so far like that's why like i haven't hit the 1100 total again was like it's just a numbers game whenever it comes to just having raw strength once you tie in like your technique and stuff and like we were talking about the other day how like when you watch professionals lift it's the exact same every single time it's the mm-hmm. same routine it never changes never varies like it will always be the same but if you're a novice or like even like me like my squad is continuously changing and that's why i'm having such an uphill battle with it is like just dialing that in it'll be it'll be a game changer Tell cool what. all right anything from you all right e Mm-mm. you ready to uh sign us out oh yeah yeah um it's your job you're like the charismatic I, one what of the do bunch. i usually say you're like yeah yeah. thanks for joining uh yeah thank you for watching our podcast with heather ashworth uh this has been the strong house pod podcast which is the uh, strongest podcast i'm just kidding i'm not gonna (laughs) (laughs) um uh but yeah thank you for tuning in um if you've liked what you've heard please subscribe and you know like our stuff comment anything you didn't like please just dm us feedback don't go, is huge is there gonna be bashing like a us on thing below yeah like, yeah it's youtube yeah, it's so on the youtube yeah. yeah and they have to put or the little bell so yeah. they get notified when we do new episodes Change. and shit and also if you have an issue with like anybody just like message them right like yeah. don't like put a comment don't like make a story about like your issue like give them a chance to alleviate it yeah cool that's it see ya bye